Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. One sentence summary. Who Moved My Cheese tells a parable, which you can directly apply to your own life, in order to stop fearing what lies ahead and instead thrive in an environment of change and uncertainty. My favorite quote from the author is, What would you do if you weren't afraid? Spencer Johnson. Funny how you sometimes stumble into things that were right in front of your nose all along. I've had this book for 10 years. When I was a kid, my uncle gave it to me. It was a leftover copy from somewhere. I briefly looked at it, it was still wrapped, thought it was a manager's book, and put it away. I distinctly remember the picture of the cheese slice on the cover, and turned it in my hands a couple times since. Sadly, I never felt intrigued enough to read it. What an idiot I was. This site would probably have existed five years earlier had I read it back then. But there's no use in crying over spilled milk, so I'll just make do with what I've got and share some of Spencer Johnson's great lessons about change with you right now. The book tells a parable about two little people and two mice in a maze, searching for cheese, where each character represents a different attitude towards change, with cheese being what we consider success. Here are three lessons about cheese and what you should do when someone moves yours. 1. Thinking too much about your cheese might paralyze you, so just start looking. 2. Nothing lasts forever, so keep your eyes open for approaching changes. 3. There's always new cheese to be found, and the minute you start moving, things will get better. Are you ready to become a champion of change? Let's look for that cheese. Who moved my cheese? Lesson 1. Stop thinking too much about your cheese and start chasing it. This answers the question, do I need a really well-defined plan to go for a success? The two mice inside of our maze are called Sniff and Scurry. They spend most of their time running up and down the corridors of the maze, looking for cheese. Turn a corner, run to the end, see if there's any cheese, and if not, turn around and go back. That's their pattern. And while it seems kind of mindless and unstructured, it actually saves them a lot of time and energy. Hem and Haw, two little people, also spend their days in the maze looking for cheese, but not because they're hungry. They think finding it will make them feel happy and successful. However, because of their complex brains, they think a lot about how they can find the cheese the fastest, which strategies will work best in getting through the maze, how to keep track of those strategies, what finding the cheese will feel like, when they'll finally find it, and of course, they wonder if there even is any cheese in the maze at all every time they turn another empty corner. Life is the same. Every minute you spend wondering what success looks like, how to get it, whether it's possible, and how you'll feel in the future is a minute not spent working towards it. Humans are complicated beings, but that doesn't mean we have to make everything complicated. Be more like a mouse and just start running. Who moved my cheese? Lesson 2. Even the biggest cheese doesn't last forever, so try to see change coming. This answers the question, what should I do when I find success? Sniff and Scurry soon found a big stash of cheese at Station C. And even though they enjoyed snacking a bit of it every day, they kept paying attention. The amount of cheese kept declining, slowly but steadily, every day. Once they realized they were about to run out, they decided to move on their own accord and soon found another huge cheese at Station N. When Hem and Haw found Station C, however, they settled there and quickly grew accustomed to the new status quo. 
The cheese fest they indulged in every day soon became the center of their lives, as they thought it was the fair reward for all their hard work. They were so preoccupied with the cheese that they didn't notice how it was disappearing, one piece at a time, and how some corners of it even got moldy. One morning they woke up only to find someone had moved their cheese. This left Ham and Haw sad, depressed, feeling treated unfairly and in denial. Instead of venturing out to find new cheese, they kept returning to Station C, getting ever hungrier and weaker. No supply of cheese can last forever. Change is always bound to happen, sooner or later. Instead of fooling yourself that things will stay the same forever, always keep an eye open for change. Who moved my cheese? Lesson 3. Don't worry, there's always new cheese to be found. The minute you start moving, things will improve. This answers the question, what should I do after a failure? The best part about cheese isn't that once you've found it, you're set for life. It's that there's always more cheese to be found. Haw eventually got sick of sitting around, so he decided to go looking for new cheese all by himself. Once he started moving, his situation instantly got better. Yes, he just found a few bits and pieces of cheese here and there at first. But this was a lot better than doing nothing and being paralyzed by fear. After having found the courage to move on despite your fears once, fear's grip on you will never be as strong as it used to be. Haw realized the accumulated fears in his mind were a lot worse than even the biggest challenges he encountered. Full of confidence, he kept exploring the maze until he eventually found Sniff and Scurry at Station N, where the three of them shared the new cheese they had found. My personal takeaways from Who Moved My Cheese for 2017. <clears throat> really cool book. Uh, the story is true. I had this lying in the corner of my room for forever. Uh, because it was a business book, I never bothered to unpack it. And I only got interested in it when I started studying, studying business stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a great story. I wish I'd read it earlier. Uh, I have two points I want to make. Uh, about lesson two and three. About lesson two, which is nothing lasts forever, so keep your eyes open for approaching changes. So the, the, the essence of that lesson is basically if you get success, if you find success, if you, if you have a, a big positive moment, a huge achievement, you reach a big goal, then it's natural to celebrate that goal. It's natural to feel good about it. But what we often do is we then cling to that achievement. We make that achievement our own. We identify completely with it. And we think that achievement is our, is our thing, right? It's the defining moment of our lives, if it's a, if it's a really big one. The problem is, uh, by getting hung up on, on one single achievement, we are blocked from moving on to the next one. Now, of course, there's a balance to be found and you don't just want to chase goals for the sake of chasing the next, the next, the next goal. But if you if you get stuck on one piece of cheese to keep in the lingo, um, you will eventually set yourself up for failure because at one point someone's going to come and move your cheese and you're going to you're going to have to find new cheese. So new success, new goal. I think uh I think a part of life where that is super important to apply to is income. So let's say you you at one point nail a great job, you get, I don't know, $80,000 a year, it's super well-paying, it's awesome, and you're really glad you, you got that job. But 
The one thing you can never control with a job 100% is whether you'll keep it. Because if it's a boss or a team or whoever hired you or whoever many people you have to report to at one point, they might decide that or they might have to fire you because there's a crisis or something like that. Something you can't control. So I think with income, the way I see my income is when I make about $1,000 a month from one source, I always move on to the next one. And by that, I mean I try to maintain the source, of course, that I have built. But then I move to the next one and try to see, hmm, where can I get another 1000 bucks? Now, I'm aware that sometimes this means taking a step back and not being able to scale up the other income that you're already making. But it, it's a security system. It secures your cheese, so to speak. Because if you say, well, I have this pile of cheese, now let me go get another one. That secures you from when one pile of cheese is moved to not having to instantly run around and try to find the next one. So in that way, uh, the average millionaire has, I think, seven different streams of income at the very least. Um, so I think income is a very cool idea to apply this whole always find the next cheese thing to. The second thing uh, about the sort of uh, what should you do after a failure, what's when the cheese is gone, what do you do? Um, I think the most practical thing, because the fears are daunting, it's hard to move out again, it's hard to move on and find the next thing. I think what's practical is to just ask yourself, what is the smallest step I can take right now to improve my situation? So, um, of course, it's difficult. But if you if you try to make it really small, as with habits, when you pick up new habits, and when you make it really small and try to think, what is the smallest thing I personally control that I can do that I can have an impact on to make this better? So, for example, let's say you lose your job uh, and you're really depressed and you feel bad about it, um, but you want to make the situation better. What's the smallest thing I can do to make it better? And then you think, hmm, I could send out an application to another company. Okay, good. So you do that. It takes an hour, two, three. You send that out. Boom. And the minute you start sending out a new application to someone else, you're going to feel a ton better because uh, you just started taking the first step towards making something better. And you realize, ah, it's not going to be so bad. I'm going to figure something out. So I hope those are helpful. It's a very short book. Um, I highly recommend you check it out. Really cool analogy. Thanks to Spencer Johnson for providing this awesome piece. Sorry it took me so long. And see you on the next summary.